Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Clarence Court is home to Britain's widest collection of free-range eggs since 1928. Our traditional heritage birds produce a distinctively rich and iconic yolk that takes home cooking from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Loved by chefs and favoured by foodies, each shell is stamped with its own royal crown. It's time for you to discover the wonderful world of fabulous eggs by fabulous birds. Clarence Court. This podcast may contain some strong language and adult themes. Hello and welcome to Dish from Waitrose. I'm Nick Grimshaw. And I'm Angela Hartnett. And you join us today for our Christmas special. So Merry Christmas. Welcome along. Um, Becoming a Christmas tradition, having done it once before. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, it's a tradition. It's the second time happening. We're doing Dish at my house. So welcome, Ange, and welcome everybody. It's lovely. Love the tree. Looks beautiful. Real one. Gotta have a real one. And we've done like garlands on it which were basically a time-saving exercise Ooh. for when you are trying to record a podcast in your kitchen. Are you feeling Christmassy? Yes, I've got my wreath up already. Yeah. Tree is up, undecorated yeah. at the moment, yes. because we just time hasn't allowed. Uh-huh. When the be... tree's up undecorated, I think it looks quite good. Oh, I love I it. I quite like it. Yeah, I like the lights all the time. Yeah. I'm going light fantastic. I'm having lights in every room. Yeah, we've really gone for it this yeah. year. I think you've got to. Yeah. It's miserable it's December fun. without it. I like it? the random presents, those two under there. Well, the random presents underneath are actually for our guests today. Oh, good. good. The end of show question is wrapped up as Christmas. Yeah. So last time we were here for our Christmas special, we had had Hugh Bonneville round mm. for Christmas, which is really weird to see Hugh Bonneville in your lounge. <laughs> it was a really... Surreal moment. Really surreal How are you moment. going to feel today? I know, even weirder, because today we have Hollywood actor Florence Pugh. I've met her a couple of times yeah. and I've never interviewed her, okay. but she's really great fun, really Good. nice. And I actually, when I met her, I didn't know it was Florence Pugh. I just met her at a party. Because she was very chilled. Well, she relaxed. was like so chilled and chatty and yeah. open and chatting to everyone and like, you know, I'll get around and get in drinks. But in. she seems like that when you watch her YouTube channel. She's yes. just very easygoing. She's not got the uh, the diva-ness, yeah. which one may expect from someone <laughs> of her stature. Indeed. Like, you think when someone's nominated for an Oscar that all of a sudden they become... Oof, I, know. I know. Well, she's done an some alien. incredible movies. So. She has. Yeah. So dead excited that she is on. She's unfiltered is the word that I would use to Lovely. describe Florence. Lovely, that's what we want, Florence. Yeah, like very unfiltered. unfiltered. So I feel like she'll be a great guest today. She also loves food. Yeah. Like she loves cooking. Today, Christmas dinner with all the trimmings. Yeah, indeed. The Christmas dinner list today was out of control, the email. <laughs> it was more than yet last year, I feel. So for Florence Pugh today, we have roast turkey with rosemary thyme and lemon butter, roast potatoes with comfy garlic, Brussels sprouts with hazelnut pan grattato, orange and honey glazed carrots, apricot sausage sage and almond stuffing, pear gorgonzola and red chicory salad, spiced cranberry sauce, turkey gravy, a tiramisu and a cheese board. So quite the quite a bit of cooking of today. A lot, a lot of chatting, of but a lot of chopping. A lot of chopping. A lot of chopping yeah. for today. Had to bring in extra. Yeah, to we've help. got to give a shout out. Got to give a shout out to M, who's worked with me for many years and is helping today. She came over to the house, mm-hmm. did a lot of chatting. I a love her. I said, how long have you worked with Ange? And she said, about seven years now. I said, so you must really like her. She's like, <laughs> she's really great. I love her. She said, you just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> 
Well, I like, told you never her know to what the day brings. But there's lovely surprises. Like, no surprise. She goes, she goes, why do you need my passport? I said, then we're going to Canada in February. She was excellent. <laughs> so that's, it's, like, it's all good. It's all, all good. good. It's always a nice surprise. <laughs> it's it's like nice Florence surprise. Pure Canada. Yeah. She's having a good life. Yeah. So I'm excited today because mm. one, Florence is great. And two, I'm absolutely starving. I'm ready. Oh! <gasps> She's here. here. It's like Father Christmas has arrived. Okay, our guest today is one of the world's favourite actors and one of the internet's favourite cooks too. Uh, Round of applause, please, for Florence Pugh. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. And true, I feel. It was really nice. I do feel like you are one of the world's favourite actors. That's so like, nice. People really like Florence Pugh. Why? I mean, personally, I don't. <laughs> but most people do, don't they? Um, well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks and Merry for having Christmas. me. Thanks for having me yeah. around your house. I'm, I'm so happy you're here. We were dead me excited too. about you coming on. Florence, we should tell everyone, by the way, brought a bottle of wine. Oh, very. She's a good That's guest. That's so nice. Do people not do that? No. What? Yeah. Who yeah. Else? yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> also, this has never happened on dish or in my house, apart from like maybe my auntie Sheila, who's 83. What? Florence has brought her slippers. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, I've brought you wine and my slippers. <laughs> I was just like, what do I wear? And I was like, always selecting all of my heels. And I thought, but they're not going to see my feet. So I may as well bring my fluffy slippers. Right, let's make a cocktail. Okay. You have a recipe that you're going to share with us, I believe. I have, basically, I got my gran into drinking hard liquor. Okay, great. <clears throat> which is always a great thing to do mm. when she's in her 80s. Yeah, and good this time of year. Yeah, great this time Very of year. Festive. So she doesn't really know what goes in them, but she says one of the fruity things. She goes, can you make me one of the fruity things? And okay. I'm literally going like, ag, 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 ag. <laughs> so she drinks the fruity things, uh-huh. and it's just like a concoction of all the things that I know that she likes in the cocktail. Mm-hmm. So it will sometimes change, but we're going to do a martini. Mm-hmm. Grapefruits are her favourite fruit, so we're going to mm-hmm. do a bit of squeeze of grapefruit, and then some chambord, okay. and a little bit of elderflower, shaky, shaky, shaky. Mm-hmm. That'll be in the bottom of the glass, and then just make it look really sweet okay, and naughty. I'm ready for this. Okay. Now, before we start doing this, I did just tell you I've not drank for 88 yeah. days. Which is So which my is, welcome back drink is... is a martini, which is yeah. crazy. Do you want the glasses? Yeah, we'll Let's get the glasses, get the glasses out. Get the glasses, get the glasses out. And then um, you can wipe the inside of the glasses oh, yeah? with a uh, lemon rind, please. Oh, lemon, yeah. Okay. Ice cold, ice cold. My fave. Okay, quickly wipe. Does that have a name, this? Granny Pat's Potion. Granny Pat's Potion. That's really good. That just came out of my brain yeah, just then. Granny Pat's Potion, I feel, is going to be the, my Christmas drink. Hang on, let me get all the bits out. Yeah, come on. Okay. Okay, here we go. Ready, Ange, for one of Granny yep. Pat's Potions? Oh, is this Granny Pat's Potion? Yeah. Granny Pat's Potion. Wow. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Cheers. Merry Cheers. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas wow. guys. Lovely to meet you. Yeah. Lovely Merry to Christmas. see you. Let's do this. Let's see what happens to you in 10 minutes. <laughs> well, you've got your slippers on. Got my cozy slippers. Uh, we're having a bevy. We're having Granny Pat's yeah. potion. And it's a delicious cocktail. Yeah. Thanks. So did Granny Pat make this or you made this for no, her? No, I made, made this for, for her. her. And actually in the last few years of my granddad's life, my granddad, whenever I'd come back from working abroad, he'd come back and he would sit me down and very sincerely and slightly worryingly would be like, you've made your grandmother a lush. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he'd want to have a full-on conversation with me about the fact that, like, in the last five years, I've got my gran requesting him to make sweet cocktails. Oh, really? Me. Brilliant. Yeah. You made him did work. That's yeah. the thing. You didn't yeah. have to do it. Brilliant. Exactly. Little granny oh. pat. But the world knows granny pat yeah. because granny pat yeah. has done some red carpets. She's Where did she amazing. go and do the red carpet? Or was it a fashion? The first one was the Don't Worry Darling premiere at Venice Film Festival. Oh, oh yeah, she God. came up there. She must have loved it. Well, it was really special because she was contemplating whether to renew her passport, which right. was really, really sad. And I kind of wrote about it when I shared those images of her. Mm-hmm. It was She's such a traveller and has yeah. always been. Her, she's she's a tomboy, has always been a tomboy, always walking in the muck with the mud and the dogs and like always off to find new places. And she wasn't going to renew her passport because she was saying that she was too old now and she doesn't right. think she's going to do too much travelling. It was so heartbreaking mm. to all of us because that is just so on her and then I was like yeah but Gran if you do that then like you can't come to Venice and be on the red carpet with me so she renewed it and then at the end when I'd finished the red carpet I saw her standing there and she was in her beautiful cream outfit and I just asked her if she wanted to come on the carpet with me and she was like they don't want to see me (laughs) I was like I think they do she was like oh go on then she came out and just you know when someone does something so beautifully and naturally? Yeah. It was mm. really, really yeah. quite a wonderful thing to share with her. And she was twirling and pirouetting oh. and she was curtsying. And all the photographers were loving her. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Screaming out and like yeah. calling her name. It was like a really, oh really special God. moment for both oh of God, us. Oh God, that's such a wonderful thing for you yeah. both to share yeah. together. And then I turned toward my parents at the end and they were both taking pictures on their phones just weeping. Oh, like, yeah. oh my God, I bet. <laughs> Imagine seeing oh. your mom and your daughter I know, together. I know. And Granny Pat, we've always thought she was a star. So oh. it was just like really, yeah. really special that everybody else now knew it. She is. Yeah. 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 I yeah. love that. Exactly. I loved all those pictures when I yeah. saw that of Granny Pat. Did she change afterwards? <laughs> no, she hasn't. No, okay. Thankfully, we're keeping her grounded. Okay, good. Keeping her grounded. Keep 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 She's got an agent now. Yes. She, I mean, we actually, for a moment, were like, Gran, you are aware that there could be merchandise made. <laughs> <laughs> But I went to um, I went to a premiere in Ireland for the Wonder a movie that I did, and, yeah. and as we sat down in our seats to watch the movie, this person was trying to reach this gift for me, mm. and I was like, "Thank you so much." And this woman goes, "This is for Granny Pat. Oh! <laughs> Can you make sure you give it to her? We thought oh. she was going to be here today." And I was like. Absolutely, Absolutely. I'll be taking that. Anyway, they'd made her a handbag with her initials sewn on the inside. Wow, that's incredible. We should have had Granny Pat here today. Why am I here? I don't know. (laughs) I can give her a call. We should have had Granny Pat. Next time, next time, next time, next time. time. Easter. When you do Easter, because she does a good lamb. Oh, does she? All right, there we go. Sold. Now, the reason you are here today, or the way it happened, is you put on your Instagram that you love chopping, chatting, and cooking. Yeah. And I saw that. I messaged you on Instagram and said, oh, my God, me and Ange do a podcast, which is chopping, chatting, and cooking. (laughs) And you were like... I want to come on. And I was like, please come on. And that's Simple how it happened. That. Yeah. Easy as that. But you do love cooking, chopping and chatting. Yeah. I do. I love all the CHs. Yeah. yeah. You love yeah. all those things. Yeah. What What do you think instilled that love? So I grew up in a big family, four yeah. siblings, two sets of grandparents that loved food. Mm-hmm spent most of their lives like talking and eating and and creating good food. And that obviously trickled down to both my parents. My dad grew up in a pub and has been running and creating restaurants since he could. 
And uh, I've just been around the need for eating mm. good food and like understanding good quality yeah. food doesn't necessarily need to be expensive food. Yeah. Just like why we are eating the food that we eat and how it will benefit us and how it will make us feel better. Yeah. And so like I remember on the weekends we weren't allowed to watch TV at a certain time, but we were allowed to watch cooking shows no <laughs> or like discovery, like animal shows. Yeah, and yeah. so I'd be watching Jamie Oliver and, yeah. you know, when he was doing all of his... Uh, his yeah. uh, canteen nightmares. And you worked in your dad's restaurant, did, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. All of all of the siblings, all yeah. of the kids, all of our first jobs were in mm. the restaurants. But I think that's such a good thing because mm. it makes you like just getting to know people. Mm. It gives yeah. people a different confidence yeah. at that age, you know. Well, and to also do de- it. dealing with great people, yeah. and also dealing with shit people. Yeah, of like, course. like, and also, I think when you're a teenager and you're working in any establishment, you think that you are there for the business and you're allowed to be treated as such for the business. And I think mm. it's such a massive part of growing up when yeah. you are doing a job as a waiter or washing dishes or making coffees. Yeah. That if you get something wrong and someone is rude to you, you have an opportunity to stand up. Like, it's, it's all part of it's the like whole thing. Yeah. You're there to work as part of a family, you're there to work as a team. And then mm. equally, you're there to grow as yeah. a person and everybody gets to help you kind of like shape that mm. part yeah. of you. Will you get involved on Christmas Day? Yes. Dad is the main cook. Yeah. He's a fantastic cook. He needs help, but no one else can be in charge of the kitchen, right. which is absolutely fine. I'm the same. Mm-hmm. Like, if people help me, even if you're a fantastic cook, like, you just need to be my Sue. Mm-hmm. I have a good friend called Ashley, and he is a fantastic cook. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in his kitchen, I'm his Sue. And when yeah. he's in my kitchen, he's my Sue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't bring our ideas to the table. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, and we get it. And because, it's partly because the first time it didn't work, and it was right. because we both brought our ideas to the table. So now we're just like, bow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other person is the Yoda whenever they're in their kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so with my dad, dad's the Yoda, and we can do things and do them on the side, don't ask too many questions, just get on and do it. Which I actually kind of like because... That's quite nice, Because then it's like, well, you're an idiot if you start asking too many questions because, of course, the guy is, like, trying to serve a bloody 20-person Christmas Mm -hmm. dinner. Yeah, of course. And you're asking stupid questions, Mm -hmm. like whether you should put the carrots on. Yeah, just just do it. You should know that. You grew up in this household. Mm -hmm. Get them on. Yes. (laughs) And all the siblings involved. So it's like, he's your dad and like four sous chefs. So, no. So basically then other people are designated decorators. Right. So um, there's obviously a few that will be lighting candles Mm -hmm. and putting on outfits Mm -hmm. and... uh, (laughs) Yeah, really humble. And getting the table ready. Um, we're a hosting family, so everybody knows how to host and everybody knows how to serve. Mm. Obviously, because we grew up in the restaurants, it's like, it, like it's, it does just... Happen. Yeah. yeah, I think also my parents' attention to detail as growing up. It was intense, but in a great way, because yeah. it meant that when you get people round, you know that straight away you need to offer a drink and straight away you need to offer this. And mm. like, it should be exciting yeah, to have people around. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so, yeah, when we're all together, it does definitely feel like it's a family affair because mm. everybody does their own thing. So Bella will be on serving drinks mm. and getting champagnes out. Toby and I will be in the kitchen. Yeah. Ma will be getting the table. Like everything, everybody's doing everything. Yeah to make sure the whole thing looks what? great. But yeah. It's the best thing that they just do it, don't mm. they? That you just say, you deal with the drinks. Like, I've got mm. mates that come every year for Christmas and I never have to tell them. They'll just go, yeah. they're on bar duty. Mm. I think it's skills. Yeah. And skills that you'll use and it's yeah. a skill that also other people get to enjoy. Yeah. Like your friends be like, I'm really happy that Florence knows how to make a cocktail yeah. or how to host a dinner party. It's yeah. a nice skill to have. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we've got fabulous wines today, Nick. So I'm going to have the Villa Antonori Toscana 2020. You're going for white. Yep. You're going to have the Frenoli Pecorino Superior. And if you want, you can have Waitrose Blanc de Noir, which is a fantastic champagne that could also go with this wonderful meal. Mm. All of these wines are, of course, available on Waitrose online or in store, if you fancy it. Or in store, where you open it there, crack it open. No, maybe I not. mean, don't drink in store. <laughs> Would you like red or white, Florence? Um, you know what? I will do some... Blah, 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 blah. You're going to do white. I'll I'm join you. I'll have some white. Okay. Do we all serve in ourselves? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like a serve no, yourself. Me like, too. Oh, we're not at the remember, remember. Yeah, sure. Ange, this looks sensational. <gasps> No, there's too many. Oh, and they're f- oh they're so hot. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Put them back on the plate. Yeah. Back in. I'll yeah, have these. Pass my plate. Pass my plate. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll have these. Put I'll actually have these. I'll have these. I don't care. I actually don't care. I'm so sorry. Anna. They were so hot. I've overdone my plate at like every Christmas. Shit. Shit. Tuck in, Florence. Can I? Don't drop it. Even though it might be really cold, though. It's too cold. <laughs> also, by the way, when you drop that, I really... you squealed with the dropping and then continued to drop. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're falling. <laughs> I don't know what Like you committed, but in a really annoying way. In like the wrong way. <laughs> All right, we sorted the sprouts out. Now we are going to get stuck into... Your Christmas menu. This is delicious. What are we going to try? What are you having? I'm doing the salad first. Okay, salad first. We've got a little pear gorgonzola and red chicory salad. That gorgonzola is so lovely because it's not too... You know what I mean? I hate when it's... You know you know when you eat it, you're like, that's yeah. fun. I can only do one mouthful. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not too sharp. So, and a salad on a Christmas day, potentially controversial. To be fair, we normally do it sort of towards, like, afternoon, like post-Christmas lunch, dinner, oh. supper, a bit oh. of salad. But my aunt always makes one. I've got used to it now. I like a salad. I like a bit of crunch. And this is sensational. This is delicious. How do you make that turkey? Because the amount of, like, care and love you have to give it, and then it doesn't really taste like much. Mm. That's why we stick to the goose. But yeah. this is so juicy mm. and so tasty. What do you do to it? Mm. One is buying a good turkey. Mm. You know, we've got great turkeys in this country. I do the Delia Smith recipe, which is basically, it's as if you're putting it in a pillowcase and you cover it totally with foil, leaving a massive mm-hmm. gap so it slightly steams mm. and then put water at the bottom of your pan and that helps steam it. Lots mm. of butter, lots of bacon. Mm. And it actually cooks quicker because you're steaming it as well mm. and then take the foil off and roast it. So we cooked it at home and then brought it over and then roasted it here, finished off the last colouring. So this Ange is a sort of nod to an Italian. It's not an Italian take, it's a nod to Italy. Yeah, a little twist, like on Mm. the Brussels. So what's on the Brussels? So you've got a little hazelnut pangrattata, which is basically, so Mm -hmm. any old bread, you know, chop it down into sort of fine, not fine, but, you know, into little pieces and then toss it in butter, Mm -hmm. a little bit of um, lemon zest in there, some thyme. And then I've chopped some roasted hazelnuts in and then we put that on wow. top, so a little bit of crunch. I've, I know about the bacon trick. Yeah, yeah. bacon. Also, by the way, always loved a Brussels sprout. Even, yeah. even as a child, loved yeah. a Brussels sprout. I've just tucked into your stuffing. Mm. Please, Please tell me your secrets. Almonds mm. and apricots. Mm. And what, what sausage? Do you use any sausage? Pork sausage, mate. Mm. Really? A bit, a bit of oregano in there, a little bit of chilli. 
A little bit of parmesan as well. Rather than salt, we use parmesan to season it. Mm. Oh, so that's mm. a little thing. And a little bit of um, chilli. So hang on, sausage, chilli, parmesan, apricot and almond. And sage. But that'd make a really good breakfast um, yeah. sausage. Mm. You know in America when they flatten them down? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like the little like patties. Like a little burger thing. Mm. Little patties, yeah. So if you want to find out how to make the perfect Christmas menu, mm. as we are experiencing right now. Yeah. Um, in the Waitrose Food Magazine, there's a thing by Angela that you can read in there, and it's like the whole menu of a nod to an Italian Christmas. Yeah. Can I ask a question? I just yeah. got a little mouthful of heat that I really loved. Where is that coming from? Stuffing in the gravy, mm. a little bit of chili. Can we hear the gravy recipe? Because yeah. again, the gravy, sensational. Your gravy last Christmas, I can still taste because it was out of control. Gravies are my favourite thing yeah. ever. To be in but charge I do of. old school gravy. Like, oh, that, yeah. I just got a bit of spice. Yeah, yeah. it's delicious. That's it. Wow. You do that. Like, you know, where you basically take the giblets. Yeah, lovely. Or And then, you know, we cut off the wing of the turkey, mm. parson's nose bit, and all the bits you don't need to really mm. eat and put them all in the gravy with carrot, onion, celery, mm. bit of garlic, chilli, bit of oregano in there, white wine. Mm. Lovely. All the delicious. juices. How many hours was it cooking for? Mm. This turkey, only about three. No, the gravy. Oh, the gravy, not loads of hours, actually. Only about, you know, 30 minutes because you've got all the flavour really? from the actual juice anyway. Wow. And we've got some chicken stock or a bit of, you know, already wow. done. So, yeah. Mm. Wow. It's delicious, Ange. This is a really, really wonderful Christmas mm. Thank you. Christmas Thank you, Em. Thank you, Em. Wow. Thank you, Thanks, Thanks, Em, as well. Thank you, Em. If you are listening to this being like, oh my God, I've got to make Christmas dinner yeah. in five days, go on waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. You'll find the recipe on there. Also in the Waitrose magazine, you can get it in there, all the tips on how to do it. Can I talk to you about potatoes? Because everyone wants to make the perfect roast potato. Florence, what's your roast potato recipe? So I learned from my daddy's potatoes mm-hmm. and he uses goose fat mm-hmm. and he'll... Boil them, part boil them until they're like nearly falling apart. Mm-hmm. Put them in the pan, and usually the, the, the goose fat has been like warmed and oiled and mm-hmm. all go- gooey and gorgeous gooey. and wet. Goosey. And then he'll get two forks and scratch them up, mm. or obviously just like shake them around in your pot. Salt, turn them over, put them in, and then he'll turn them over again so that they're getting on the mm. all sides. But it was always growing up, it was goose fat. Yes. And he'd do them, sometimes he'd chop them really thin so that you get like this crispy, mm. almost like a. God, like, like, like a slider of a potato. Mm, yeah. So he'd get a massive potatoes and slice them sideways. Wow. So you'd get this crispy, crispy thing. Mm, yeah. And then all, all of the bums of the potatoes would be mm. extra crispy too. Mm. Mm. Listen to that. <laughs> Can't hear anything. Yeah. You can down the bloody mic. <laughs> and what do you think of Florence's recipe? And what's your recipe? So pretty much similar. Boil them, parboil them, mm. shake them while they're still in the pan. Yeah. So yeah. that gives that little fluffiness. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think I've heard it done before. And I think most of the years I'm running around like an idiot. So I probably don't do it. But people say that you should. And I think Em did it today. Is you basically let them go cold. So all the steam evaporates off them. So parboil them. Parboil them. Then drain them. Shake them. You know, 
then just leave them on a tray to go cold. <gasps> then you've got your hot oil in your oven, you know, your goose fat. We did oh, goose and fat. And then you put them in. Then mm. you add them in. Does the temperature going from as cold as possible to as high as possible make, make it have it a, a crisp? I might be that, and I think it's more about getting the moisture out of it. That's the oh. key, I think. It yeah. says you evaporate any sort of... Because potatoes are watery, yeah. mm. you know, so you evaporate any water out of it because it steams off, and therefore you get that... Is this what happened today? This is what happens today, and I will now ah. get my act together on Christmas Day and get organised so I get mm. them out done. Because I'm normally yeah. shaking them, going, bloody hell, turkey's ready, yeah. but get them in. them in the bag, you know. Well, because they take a while as well. They do, they take longer you than you think, Because yes. you prep them at the same time yeah. that you prep your carrots and your brussels, and yeah. then you realise that you've got an hour for mm -hmm. them to get crispy. So that, I think, is how, that's why they're there. And then we put little um, garlic cloves in mm. yeah, I love towards that. the end, which then were confit in there, yeah, so yeah. lovely garlic. And they go really sticky yes, in between exactly. your teeth. Like adult wine gums. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys do after you eat? What happens? It's always, the dinner is late, mm. and then it's like, well, now we have to play some board games that may potentially well, split up the family. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so what games do you play at um, the pews after okay, your Christmas dinner? So the main one that we come back to every year is the bowl game. And I'm sure everybody's got like a variation of it, but mm. basically... Okay. You all put in names. They can be they're famous names. They oh, can be right. Names that people can guess. They can mm -hmm. be characters. They can be politicians. They can be famous people, celebrities, whatever. And everybody puts in like five or six. Mix it all up, and then you have two teams, and you have a minute mm -hmm. to go through as many of these names as possible, guessing to your teammates, and you have to explain who these people are without explaining and without saying their name. Yeah. And then each round that you do, there are more and more limitations to how many things you can do to explain right. who they are. So on the second round, you can say three words. And on the third round, you can say one word. Yeah. And then on the fourth round, you can only do an action. Okay. So by the time that you've got to hopefully the third round, you'll have certain phrases that don't make sense to the person at all. Mm. But in the first round, let's just say like someone didn't know who someone was yeah. and they got it horrifically wrong. Oh. Yeah that now becomes a famous line of yeah. that person. So you could be <laughs> describing someone who is like so amazing in history and be saying, Carrot, because you <laughs> because you all remember, remember. that yeah, yeah. that's what the person said. So these amazing people in history are being yeah. described as carrot. carrot. I mean, the first time we played it, Mum was twerking for Miley Cyrus, which was oh, just wow. absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I mean, is it Christmas if Mum's not twerking? Yeah. <laughs> So when I go to work, I love, if I go and do a telly show or come and do dish, like I love a crew because I love like lots of people around. Yeah. Do you like that when you're yeah. on a film set? Like like the, the chaos and, yeah. and the noise of 200 people? I actually will sleep best in a room full of people that are setting up for the next shot. Really? Because so, you're so used to the sound. I just like being around, yeah, mm. and also... Like, I could go back to my trailer and have yeah. a 10-minute kit. Or yeah. if they're setting... Like, I love bed scenes. Oh, oh, my God, they are the best. Because you need to lie in the bed as they yeah. set up and see what you're going to do in the bed. And you're like, well, I think I'm going to go like this, and then I'm going to go like this, and then I'm going to go like this. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, we need to do this and this and this. And then they say, Florence, do you want to go back to your trailer? Do you want to go back to your room? I always say no. And I just stay there like a good little oh. bean. Because then they don't need anyone to come in and It'll help light. Yeah, yeah, and I just lie there and I have a full-on kit. And that's yeah. when I sleep <laughs> my best. Because everybody's just pottering oh, about. Yeah. And it's just that, it's that relaxing thing of... I'm going to watch your movies now and go, she's asleep. She's yet. asleep. She's actually Guys, proper asleep. I, I actually once fell asleep. <laughs> it was my second movie, Lady Macbeth. And I'd done a whole, like, setup where they'd done all the lighting yeah, yeah. and then they were ready to shoot. And I was still in sleeping mode, obviously. <laughs> And the scene was, was that I would be asleep 
And then after some time, I would wake up. Yeah. And then the action for the yeah. sunrise or whatever would happen. Yeah. And so, well, the director was like, okay, so Florence, in your own time, <laughs> you're obviously going to be sleeping and then you wake up in your own time and we'll just be filming your, you know, you're waking mm. up and it's exciting mm. and, blah, blah. and I'm like, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, got to, got to, got to. So I close my eyes, fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> They're filming. And then eventually part of my like brain action, is like, action. oh shit, oh shit. And I wake up in like a startle, like, <gasps> but I'm like, I'm like acting, waking up, like, oh. Anyway, he calls Kurt and he comes over and he's like, yeah, good, good. So I think next time we'll just shorten the <laughs> sleep a Should we pull a cracker? Because we've had crackers in front of us for about two hours now. Yes. Let's do it. Wait, you have to put it in my hand. Yeah, okay. <gasps> Oh! Oh, we all got oh, oh, it! was very fair. Oh. What else? Yeah. What did you, you got a post-it note. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got a little post-it note. Little jokes. Oh, this is trivia. What is sinophobia the fear of? Science. No, a fear of science. <laughs> science. Science. People have fear of Sino. Sino. Sinophobia. No. A fear of science. <laughs> sinuses. Oh, I'm really bunged up. <laughs> I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Dogs. Really? Yeah. What? That's what the cracker says. Florence is. Doing this podcast right now yeah. Yeah. with about seven miniature post-it notes all over her face. Florence looks like she's about to do a CGI movie. <laughs> it's really fashion. Met Gala 2024. <laughs> Am I right? We want to talk to you about Race Against Dementia, which yes. is an amazing charity doing yes. incredible things. Tell us how you got involved. So I have um, an old, old friend who's been working with the charity closely. And he kind of invited me into the chat and, and asked if it was something that I wanted to lend my name to and lend my energy to. I've been looking to support a charity for a long time, something that really mattered, and also for me to have the time to actually give myself to. And it was perfect relationship, perfect story, perfect timing. And I really just resonated with what, what these people are doing and what they're trying to do mm -hmm. and what they're trying to achieve. And it made complete sense. So I joined this summer and everybody wants to know what my direct link with dementia is. I haven't got anyone close to me that is living with or living around dementia, but I have lots of people that are both of those things, living with and around it. And it just was something that I really was in interested in. It was something that I didn't know much about. I didn't know, and I don't think many people do know much mm -hmm. about the ins and outs and, and how we can either find a cure or find a, an easier way for for people in these situations. And it just made so much sense to lend myself and hopefully bring up enough energy and conversation to raise money to figuring out more about this really, really sad disease mm -hmm. that doesn't have many answers to it. How could anyone listening to this get involved? Sir Jackie Stewart, who started the charity, who created it, obviously F1 background, has made a way of making the research exciting and involving for people that wanted to either lend their money to it or lend their ears to it. So in the way that we have sports teams around the world that we can support and lend money to and lend our energy to, he's created, this charity has created teams that are basically designated 
to find a cure for dementia. So I have a team, a Florence Pugh oh, wow. Racing Against Dementia team of young scientists that are brilliant and have been handcrafted and handpicked. And mine are at Cambridge University. And you can give money to this scientific team to hopefully find a cure for dementia. Wow, that's a that's good idea. That's incredible. Yeah, really and so you can, you can follow mm. your team and you can, mm. you're all you're at the same time yeah. racing yeah. against yeah. dementia. Because yeah, there is no cure. That's the point, isn't No, it? I think there's a big question mark. Yeah. They know what happens in the brain they know the downfalls and mm. and and where it's likely to go yeah. but it's a pretty much full stop i remember mm. when richard the, my friend who got me involved in this was explaining he was like it's your generation that's also going to be dealing yeah. with it in a few mm. years time the margins are crazy and yeah. very scary and mm. so the fact that we don't really as normal yeah. folk know much about it unless we are being directly affected yeah. by it is disappointing and i yeah. think we can make it a more important thing. Mm. Well done for that. Yeah, Thank you. That's yeah. incredible. Uh, if you want to go and check it out, Race Against Dementia is its name. Go and have a look. Okay, can we have the dessert now, please, Anne? Yeah. What are we having? Tiramisu. Tiramisu. That is my favourite. Oh, I'm so excited I'm to so eat this. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. Oh, wow, Anne. <gasps> Happy with that? Yes. yes. Should I make a tiramisu, Flo? Sometimes for my own birthday cake. Oh. No, because I like making it. Oh, okay. When is your birthday? <laughs> Mm. The worst birthday in the world. Oh, no, what? Mm. Christmas Day. Yeah. January 3rd. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. It's so <laughs> Not bad. Not the crew, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No one wants to get you anything because yeah. they have no money. Mm. No one wants to eat any more food because mm. yeah. they're really full mm. and fat. No one wants to come out. Mm. They want to stay Everyone home. Started no drinking. Drinking. Everybody started there, no yeah. drinking, no eating, whatever carb-free yeah. thing they want to yeah. do, which sucks anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. And also, people just don't like that time. I yeah. think everybody's very happy with being invested and being miserable. Do you know what, though? This year, I'm not going to approach January with the same January energy that I do. We have one every year, and we agree as a world to be like, oh, yeah, let's be miserable. Oh, yeah. Poor January. Poor January. I want to be January's PR manager. Yeah. And first thing is, it's Florence Pugh month. Yeah. That's why I'm calling it. Well, like, come on, like, let's just, can't be miserable every thank year. Yeah. I and do, like, oh, because January. it's so shit, my birthday, I do have a core group of friends that mm-hmm. will always do something oh, on the January 3rd. Good. I never, ever plan anything. And then the day before, I'm always trying to hustle something together and mm. trying to get everybody together. So now all of my mates always keep it free. And now, we, because it's so shit, we will always do something nice. on the day. So you can come to my one last year. Hmm. Why couldn't I? I don't know. I think you were busy or something. Well, this year I'm very much free because I'm doing January's PR. <laughs> Please let's make Florence a tiramisu for her birthday. Yeah, sure. It would be the only tiramisu made in January. Yeah. yeah. Because that is not what you want in the month of January. Like, no. this booze and cream and sugar. Yeah. Okay, so we have come to the end of the show question. I'm going to take this. Yeah, take the post-it notes off your face. We decided to wrap it and put it under the tree. Oh, yes, Mark. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, Florence Pugh. Pug her. I have Florence Pugger, is how it's pronounced. Did anyone call you Florence Pooh at school? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I thought you... of that today in the shower. This also came to me in the shower. I really wanted to <laughs> sing... Um, it was a very creative shower. I really wanted to sing Florence Pugh to the tune of Agadoo. Has that ever happened to you? Are you going to do it right now? I think so. Go on. Okay. But make eye contact with me. Okay. <laughs> Florence Pew, Pew, Pew. Push pineapple, shake a tree. Florence Pew, Pew, Pew. Florence Pew, Pew, Pew. It's gonna go! 
You like it? Right? Uh, I think that'd be nice for you at like, you know, wedding day. Well, you have enough contacts to get in, you know, on the phone yeah, with and be yeah. like, can yeah. you please Tell do please. a... I think whenever you choose to get married or die, a lovely song yes. at either a funeral or walking down the aisle. <laughs> if I die, you have to pop up. Flora! Yes! You, you, you. <laughs> I like it. Okay, uh, let's do the end of the show question. <laughs> Florence Pugh. Yes, say it another time. <laughs> Hollywood tutorial time. Oh, God. Please show us how to express fake appreciation for a Christmas present that's a bit rubbish. So you're Is gonna... it a realistic one or you want them to know that it wasn't great but you're still being polite? No, you, you like this. Okay. I've bought you this. Okay. It's crap, but okay. I want you to open it and enjoy okay, it because okay. this, is the, this is the acting that all of us who aren't actors have to do year okay, on year. Okay, so what you've got to do at the beginning is okay. you've, got to, you've got to lead up with a bit of excitement so you have to go, oh, oh. So already I'm getting, she I'm likes it. it. I'm loving that. What is it? What yeah. did you do? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Lovely wrapping paper, by the way. Did you wrap it yourself? Yeah, I'm loving the appreciation. Wait, I don't want to open it. Oh my god! Wait, okay. Okay. Hang on. Okay, I'm gonna open it with my eyes closed, just in case. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what is it? It's a tin. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! I, I like genuinely, it. I walked past one of these the other day, <laughs> and I actually thought I would love to get a tin like this to put my sewing oh my kit god. in it. So thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh, Flora. I love it. Wow! Not joking. That was really good. Thanks. <laughs> Very good. That was really good. But did you get the subtle, what did you get me? Me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, round of applause for that acting. (laughs) For that phenomenal acting, you've won this. We got you a a goodie bag from Waitrose. (gasps) Filled with loads of great stuff. Oh, I love Waitrose. Yeah, there you go. Loads of stuff in there. You ge- okay, hang on, okay. I okay. love the tin, but genuinely. No, this is. You don't have to act is, with this. This, this is, is good. It. What have you got? If you d- if you don't ever know what to get me, this is for friends and family included listening. Always get me like a cheese board with crackers, mm-hmm. yeah. Parmesan crisp. Oh my god, there's an olive oil. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yes. <laughs> there's some wine and champagne. Oh, this is beautiful. Florence, thank you for coming round. Thank you. You've been amazing. That was the best. That yeah. was so. Delicious. Thank you so much for all of your wonderful food. Thank you for coming. It's been wonderful. When am I back? Anytime. Anytime. Or should we bring Granny Pat back for Easter? Yes. Yes. Let's do that. Let's do it. Um, Florence, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, A round of applause for Florence. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. And thank Thank you, you. Anne. Thank you. Coming up next week on Dish, Dawn O'Porter. What is it that you love about the kitchen, Dawn? Well, I have two children, Uh and I feel that when I'm cooking, I'm allowed to not be with them. (laughs) (laughs) Details of all the delicious meals I've cooked on Dish can be found at waitrose.com slash dish recipes. All the links are in our show notes. We love reading your reviews, don't we, Ange? Ange? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Please keep them coming, and you know, the bigger the better. 
Dish is an SE Creative Studio production. Waitrose. Food to feel good about.